Okay, good evening folks. This is another edition of After Tech on the Road. Yeah, on the road again. Driving home so I don't fall asleep again. Hey, and it is of course your host, the host with the most. Yeah, E4 Energy, aka Soft Daddy Supreme, aka the Professor, aka Dr. QB. Anyway, I am making my drive home. Had to run a few errands this night and trying to get ready for I guess really excuse the, the wind water, earth no, um, excuse the wind in the background, but getting ready for potlucks this week. Y'all know how that goes. Potlucks and Friendsgiving and Thanksgiving and such. I had to go buy some drinks, some pop, as us folks in the Midwest say, some soda pop, 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 because I wasn't trying to cook nothing, because the thing I dislike about, oh yeah, I forgot, remember, this is, of course, I have to take, also known as the Book of Ethan, where I give you a lesson to me, on today's show, I'm going to discuss some more reviews, give you a perspective on uh, weekly activities and that'll be it man I just wanted to kick this in before the day was up so I could say I'm meeting my Tuesday quota because I know if I go home and record this it's going to be super long so if I put like a nice little timer on it on this ride home I can definitely make it shorter than 30 minutes so we're going to go with that Switching back gears to the potlucks. I find that potlucks are cool. I know that a lot of there's like this this growing trend of people that are kind of against potlucks. Like I was talking to people today and they're like, nah, I don't want to do the potluck because you don't know how people prepare their food. Like I had one person say, Yeah, I used to prep food or I used to run a restaurant and it's gotta be super clean and if it's not super clean, I'm not eating it. Another person's like, yeah, man, I just don't trust people in their food. Certain people I just can't trust. I said, I, I totally understand on both instances. Like, you really don't know what people are doing at home with their food. Like, it could be letting their animals walk over the cookie dough. They could not properly know how to clean a chicken. They ain't using any lemon juice. They ain't using any salt. You know how people season their food and you don't want to eat it and be like, wow, this is not good. And then they feel bad. I'm like in all types of categories. Like, I don't know how people do. I just have to, you know, for those that believe in any higher or inner powers, you're going to you gonna have to bless your food. Let's be God honest. You're going to do the, the triple blessing. Like, you're going to have to say something, you know. Uh, Bismillah, you're going to have to say God bless. going to say by the power of ancient uh, creatures, please be safe. Let my immune system stay strong in the face of, of non-clean food. You may have to do that when it comes to a lot of these potlucks because you don't know what people are putting in their food or putting over their food. And another person's perspective is like, yo, you don't know how what type of energy? For instance, I can lock water for chocolate, which I only saw in brief trailers 
in my younger years, but dealing with the energy that you, you put into your food. You know, when people say, you, you put your foot into this, what they probably mean is like, you know, you put some good loving energy into the, the food. And I know that sounds not very sciencey at, at all, or very scientific at all, but listen, man, when you, you make a meal, you make a meal angry, it's gonna, it gonna taste kind of angry, man. But if you put some nice, nice vibes, man, you know, like, you know, like Emerald Lagasse, like, bam, you got, you know, it's going to add a, another layer to your food, man. There, there should be a test for this. I wonder if there is. If there's a study of people that cooked food and they were, like, really putting a lot of loving energy into it. And then people that are just like, man, I'll just do this just to do it. Rabble. If there is like a difference in the in the food quality, I'm curious. But yeah, I don't I don't mind eating other people's food, man. I know when I was younger, like man, if if it wasn't my mom's food, I'm not eating it. Like that's just that's how it is. I don't know how you make your vegetables. I don't know how you cook your meat. I don't want any rare meat where the meat's bleeding. Like you're gonna ruin your meal or ruin your steak if you cook the meat all the way done. I'm like, nah, buddy. That's how my parents get down with the food. Like they cook it well done. It's nice. Y'all may say it's burnt. It's not. It's got no blood in it. I'm like, well, yeah. That's typically how I eat my food cooked. Like, what are you doing? But for a long time, I just could not eat other people's food because I was just worried that it wasn't gonna taste like my mom's cooking. I mean, my dad cooked too, but not not really. Like barbecue from time to time, and according to legend, like my mom taught my dad how to barbecue. So there you go. But I know when I finally got to college, and your your mom's not around to cook for you, or somebody that you know, and then you're going to rely on other people's cooking or good hospitality. And what I found is that other people's food is just as good. So you just you know it's, it's really. It's just a type of a, gam- a gamble. Like, you gotta try new things as it might taste good. You gotta you gotta do one of them things. Because it might taste good. And, you know, the second thing about people being worried about what folks may do at home and do their food. Like, if you're saying that, like, what I really honestly want to question you on is, is this. Like, if you're eating food or fast food or foods from restaurants where you're not really seeing the people prepare the food, you really are like taking a gamble at that as well. Like, yeah, you can think that Le Chez Le Rong is cooking that steak right, but did they really wash their hands or what were they doing earlier? Or do they have a cold or some type of disease? Like, you don't, you don't really know. You're just throwing it up for a gamble, so... My point is, is like you don't know what people are doing with their food unless you're cooking your own food. So, if you are in the case where you are cooking your own food, I think that's plausible. Yeah, great. But if you're ordering fast food or you're ordering food from a restaurant where you can't see the people prepare the food, it's the same. It's the same deal. <laughs> fast food is the global is the global potluck. What just say they just got recipes and procedures there supposed to follow as I use my air quotes that you can't see so yeah I think nowadays another reason why I don't necessarily cook for potlucks is like <laughs> I may think 
I don't care what people think, but if I put some good vibes into like preparing a meal and I bring the meal to the um, to the function and like nobody eats it, man, I'm gonna feel like I'm not gonna say I'm gonna feel some type of way. I'm gonna say I'm gonna feel a little hurt. I'm gonna be a little butt hurt that I put all this. I was, you know, how they say I was slaving over a hot stove. And and y'all didn't even eat my fried corn. My fried corn is is the bomb. I put all types of garlic and, and cayenne pepper and butter. And I, I go hard with the fried corn, man, but none of y'all is eating it. I'm just sitting there with a whole plate of my own food that I made. I know how it tastes. Why don't y'all take a chance, man? And try and get hurt. I remember one year I did a potluck, and I didn't do potlucks like well into my thirties, by the way. But I made um, then what did I make? I didn't make pizza bagels <laughs> like you just get them out the uh, the box and throw them in the oven. No, I made uh, like pizza cupcakes or something. Like you use pizza dough and you put it in the darn uh, in the cupcake, uh, the muffin pan or whatever, and then. You add the, the, the tomato sauce and the cheese. And I brought those one year. I was like, yeah, this is going to be fire. Like, I done got this recipe off Pinterest. I'm cool and new, guy. Y'all going to love me. Y'all going to love this food. And I don't remember too many people eating it. And I was just, I had a plate full of pizza cakes, man. And, and, and that was, that's what it was. So, you know, that is, is, is literally what it was. And so, I was like, you know what? Never again, man. Not gonna get my feelings hurt. I do make halfway decent food. And I say halfway decent because I'm not trying to brag. Like, I do remember making macaroni and cheese one time. And I made it from my my wife's office one time. And, man, she said people just couldn't, they couldn't get enough. And I was like, yeah. I may actually be able to cook. I may actually be able to do more than an oatmeal and toast. And even toast is a stretch. So, I was like, alright, well, that's that's refreshing, but nowadays, it's, it's, it's just not the same uh, effect that I get from potluck. So, now, nowadays, I just I just get the, the simple stuff, like pans or ice. And in this case, I just got some soda pop. Pop, pop. And... That's good enough for me, man. I hope, I hope everybody liked the flavors I got because I was like, man, you can't go around with Sprite and then Coca-Cola. And then uh, I got some pineapple. Then I tried to, you know, jazz it up a little bit with a, some cranberry. You know, I try to I try to hit all corners. I don't know if I was supposed to get orange soda. And I don't think I was going to waste money on Pepsi. I don't know how people, people feel about Pepsi, but I don't like it, so I'm not buying it. Coca-Cola's enough. And do y'all think I got the darn uh, 12 packs or 24 case? No. No, my dude. I'm keeping my budget under 10 doolers. I'm spending all this money for a potluck. Y'all better enjoy this this soda pop. Pop, pop. And, uh, and go with it. Because nobody specified what flavors they wanted. I could have got all, uh, all cream sodas. I could have did that. I could have got all apple sodas. I could have did that, but I didn't. I spread the wealth, spread the love, spread it at all. But that's it for the potluck, guys. I mean, y'all enjoy y'all's potlucks if you have it. 
I mean, beware, um, be vigilant, know who you feel comfortable with eating food from, and, and don't feel bad if you don't, you know, if you don't want to eat it. If it don't look good, it don't smell good, don't eat it. It's okay. Their feelings may be hurt. That's fine, but you got to feel comfortable with your safety. You don't want to get sick off of potluck food. You don't want the potluck butt. That's right. You do not want the potluck butt. It's not cool. You want to go back to work. You sit in the office and your stomach going and singing a song because it knows you got the potluck butt. And you're just like, man, I got to go. I, I gotta. I, I really don't want to clock back in because this is not. This is not great. So just, just be on the lookout, guys. Just, just go with your gut. Literally, your gut will tell you what's going on. And don't get the potluck button. So we're gonna switch gears and and hop into, of course, my favorite part of the, these recent shows. Is the uh, is the reviews? So let's let's cut to the reviews. Be right back. Peace. All right. So reviews. What am I watching? What am I reading? Which, uh, what am I watching? Reading? Doing? Eating? Well, I already specified what I'm not going to eat or what I'm not going to cook. Um, what I'm watching right now is a little show, a little nifty little show called uh, Dororo. <laughs> That's D-O-R-O-R-O. And Dororo, it's an anime, so for all my anime fans out there, listen closely. And for all my non-anime fans, um, I don't know. You can check it out anyway. It's it's, it's a it's a good premise. It's a good it's a good uh, story because I like stories. Obviously, I'm halfway decent storyteller, and I love to listen to other folks' stories. That's kind of kind of my thing. I can hear where people coming from. But in the story of Dororo. It talks about a man by the name of Daigo Kamimitsu, and he has a he has a, a territory that he runs. But what he finds is that this territory is being ran off by a lot of skirmishes, a lot of diseases and epidemics, strife, drought. It's like imagine a world or your country or your town's being just ran through by the four horsemen. You got war, pestilence, what's the other two? Uh, what is that, uh, dr- what is it, drought? Or lack of harvest, lack of, lack of food? You got people dying all over the place? It's just not a good time. So Daigo has to make a, a really big decision. He's like, yo, I can't run a land where the people are dying and they're in pain. So I, I gotta make a, a deal. You know, I'm, I've been talking to Buddha and and the goddess of mercy, and this is set in Japan, by the way. If you couldn't tell, Daigo Kamimitsu. 
So he makes a he makes a deal. He's like, yo, I, I can't make a deal with the Buddha and these gods of mercy and any other gods and goddesses. They're just not getting it done. It's not working. So you know how that goes. I gotta make a deal with the other side. I gotta go to the the twelve demons. And this is based off the manga, uh, Dororo. And then the in the manga, it's, I think it's forty-eight demons, but here they like they try to keep it keep it simple. Everybody's like twelve disciples, twelve demons. Let's let's go. Not really saying that, but also I am saying it. But he makes a deal with the twelve demons. He's like, hey guys, I will give you anything if you will allow me to rule my land in prosperity. And so lightning strikes. And he's just like, all right, I, I guess, you know, I guess this will work. So fast forward, his wife is pregnant, right? As wives do from time to time, they get pregnant. So the wife gives birth to a beautiful baby boy. But uh-oh, you already know when you make a deal with demons, it's them, them innocent children that they love to get. So lightning strikes the baby and the baby's still alive, and then lightning strikes Daigo, the father, in the head. So he gets like a big mark right on his forehead, right? It strikes the baby who was once just a regular average baby. Now when the midwife looks at the baby, the baby got no skin. The baby has no eyes, no skin, no eyes, no lips, no nose, no arms. No legs. It's a blob baby. And it's not like blob baby in a, like a cute way. Like, Well, actually, you know, if you look at the animation, it's, it's not bad looking. But I imagine in real life it would be uh, a little short of terrifying. And so, Daigo's like, yo, I can't, I can't have this as an heir. And I appreciate, you know, the deal, demons. But, you know, y'all give me prosperity. I guess y'all went through with it. I'm not leaving this baby in my household. I'm not taking care of this baby, this blob baby. It's not cute. What will people think if I got a little blob baby running around? They're going to think something different. They're not going to allow me to run them. So what he does is he says, okay, well, he tells the midwife, hey, send this baby down river and, and, you know, let it do what it does. I ain't telling you to kill the baby, but I'm not telling to save it either. So midwife takes the baby down 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 the river and puts it on a boat sends it on it on its way well what ends up happening to this this baby that has no skin no nose no face no eyes no ears no ears either this baby eventually gets <clears throat> picked up by a prosthetics doctor or a prosthetic doctor that focuses on a lot of prosthetics and he gives the baby you know arms and prosthetic legs and uh, a little doll baby face right and eventually we find out that this baby has like superhuman abilities like it's super strong and super quick and he outfits the baby or not the baby now it's like a, a little kid he gives a little kid like swords for arms and then puts the prosthetic arm over the sword. So if it needs a fight, it's got arms for swords or arm swords. <laughs> Putting it mildly. 
and the baby hunts demons because the demons are attracted to the baby or the kid. And every time he kills a big demon, he gets a part of his body back. And as he's killing these demons, he's making his way back to his father's land of of uh, Daigo Kamitsu. He's making his way back. And that's the premise of the show. And when I tell you it, it it's entertaining, it's sad, there's drama, there's a lot of heart pulling, and you know, the the boy eventually ages like sixteen years and he eventually is accompanied by a young a young boy named Dororo who's like had some hard times as well and they go into the backstory of that. But they go into everybody's backstory and see how everything's connected. But it's a real powerful series. I think it's at least 24 episodes and divided into two seasons. But I'm enjoying where it's going and where it's taking me. And I was, I was watching um, last night. So I am definitely encouraging people to check that out. Do Roro. That's D O R O R O. You can check it out on Amazon Prime. You got Prime. If you don't have Prime, I believe they have the episodes on on YouTube. And for anybody that prefers things dubbed, I got some bad news to you. It's all subtitled. So check it out. It's good. Peace. Okay, I'm being <clears throat> a little quiet. Uh, it's a, a lot quieter now since I, I did make it home. Didn't meet my little deadline, but that's okay would have been super rushed anyway or would have had those two segments but what i will say what am i reading right now i'm still on the book of ethan we're still there we're still learning stuff and today's what this time next year 365 days of exploration interactive journal entry is day 53 it is a question that they ask. Do you think of food more as pleasure or fuel? And then you have to qualify why. Now, a lot of times we're given choices to put either A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And you feel like you're compelled to, you know, go to those said choices. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make my own little box and check off what I feel as far as my my idea of food. Because there are times where it can be pleasurable and there's times where it can be fuel. And I put in my box, I said, it depends on the food. And it really does. Like there'll be some times where you're you wake up in the morning and you just have your routine, right? Could be oatmeal, could be Ralston in certain people's cases, could be eggs and, and bacon and other folks, or it might be that cold pizza you pull out the refrigerator. It is totally up to you. But I don't really think that once it becomes a routine, that you're really experiencing the food. Like it's not something that you like, you know, you're waiting just to experience waking up to get downstairs to get the food. I mean, for some people it may be, but for me, not so much. 
But there are times where the food is an experience. Like you may go to a food festival or one of those hot wing challenges or chili cook-offs and you get to taste everybody's food. And I think at that point, it is an experience because you're really opening uh, opening yourself up to a new possibility of something new that you can possibly incorporate into a new routine or just a new way of eating things, which kind of, you know, if you think about it, it kind of brings back to the potluck situation where eating can be an experience. Also, who you're eating with can also enhance or take away from the eating experience if you have like a good food buddy or if you got a food patrol as in my case it's a it's a great experience that you can share with the world and really get a rewarding sense of togetherness and sense of family when you get to sit down and eat and i could also easily relate this to thanksgiving but i'm, I'm trying to go against status quo so i said that every situation is different food is an experience sometimes empty other times very fulfilling so Food can be fulfilling, obviously. So those are my thoughts as far as the Book of Ethan in this Book of Ethan journal submission. So I've given you what I'm watching and what I am reading. Man, I'll be honest, I really would like to, I'd really like to go into this last episode of of Watchmen, but... I don't want to ostracize anybody on this show. It's it's really good. It's really picking up. And I have some perspectives on it. So let's let's switch out and try to try to close it up. I want to make sure I'm getting you guys home. Because maybe you guys, when you hear this, you're either traveling to family or traveling away from family. So let's do that. So yet again. I really hope everybody has a very safe week and you don't do something that you're you're going to regret. And if you're on a dietary journey and you're just like, man, I was trying to be vegan and then they had to pull out the, the honey baked ham and the jerk fried chicken, the fried jerk fried chicken, jerk uh, jerkified turkey which is something I actually am looking forward to trying uh, one year. I'm going to take it to a local Jamaican spot and get it all uh, jerkified, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, man, everybody be safe. If you if you have to cheat on your diet, it's okay. Nobody's going to shake their finger at you, except for yourself. You might shake your finger at yourself. Or if you want to stay strong, stay strong through it. Pay attention to the sides. Um, you may have to bring your own cooking with you. Just be honest. Just bring you some uh, soylent or some uh, liquid liquid drink, and just be like, "Hey, I'm just just trying something out new. We'll see where it goes and see what comes from it from this new dietary habit." Also, enjoy your time with your family members. I got a really good Instagram post about family members and asking very invasive questions and how to kind of sidestep that and avoid any uh, discomfort. And the, the general rule was 
just to tell people that you love them. You're really looking forward to, you know, being with them, but you're just not in a space or don't feel like this is the time to be answering questions about babies and relationships or, or life goals and life plans. It's really just a time just to, to bond and talk about what is right now. Or you can reflect on the past, but the choice is yours. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be uh, disrespectful. It doesn't have to be coming from a very jaded place. You can just be like, yo, I just, I just don't want to talk about that right now. And I'd rather talk about blank. And just remember that the people are not trying to be vindictive or rude. They're really just trying to gain a... Um, Gain just some more perspective on your life. They just want to know. They, they may think they know better. Some in certain cases do know better. But time will tell. So, yeah, man. Y'all be safe. I, I really hope y'all enjoyed the show. If there is a topic of interest or something I may have left out and you want me to stand corrected and correct myself, Feel free, send me a voice message here at the, on Anchor for the people that are listening via Anchor. And if not, you can always email me at, what is it, aftertechtalk at gmail.com. You can email me there. You can find me on, on Facebook, same place. I am on the Instagram, I think. Am I still on there? Hold on, I'm checking. I got two accounts. Hold on, what's my account on here? Oh yeah, it's after Tech Talk. Yep, I'm on there. You get to see all the all the Fuzzmeister. See me without glasses. See some of my conventional convent peoples. You get to see some of the books that I'm reading. You get to see a little bit of stuff, man. Just a little bit. I need to add some more pictures on here. So lazy. But you know how that is. You just you do what you wanna do. But uh, anywho, happy to talk to y'all, happy to be here, and I'm a holler. Oh yeah, right, let me do this right. Do it right, don't do it at all. There is no thing without 